For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I'm really excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Ian Anderson Gray, and we're going to talk about a huge array of Twitter tools, most of them free, that you can begin using immediately to take your social media marketing to an entirely new level. By the way, if you want to email me, podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com comes directly to my inbox. And with that, let's transition over to this week's awesome new discovery. Helping you stay alive in a social jungle, here's this week's survival tip. This week, I'm joined by Eric Fisher. Eric, what did you discover this week? Well, I found a cool little Twitter app called Chirp. Chirp. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well, what it is, and and as they say that they are, is you tweet with your voice. So what this means is it is a, a microphone button for Twitter. In other words, you use this app, you click tweet, you click record, and you record audio, and it literally tweets that short little audio broadcast to your Twitter timeline. Interesting. So unlike using Siri to speak out text that you would put inside of a tweet, this is actually going to record your voice, and it's going to attach it as an audio file to Twitter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a, it's literally a clickable audio file that you can play and listen to. Your followers can click and listen to off your tweets. Do you know if it integrates into Twitter operating system or does it like go to a separate page, kind of like a YouTube link if you, I mean, is, is it like linking to a destination page and then you listen to the audio or is it somehow actually playable right inside of Twitter? It's playable right there inside of Twitter. It doesn't take you anywhere else off of Twitter. It it streams wow. the media right there. Yeah. And you, you get up to about, uh, it was a little unclear. I've gotten up to about a minute plus of audio. Wow. One of the possible applications I'm thinking about could be an audible reply to a question somebody has, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's. The, I mean, it, it, the, the reason I bring it up is because we, we talk about all of the live video and we don't talk as much about the quick 30-second reply videos you can do in the native Twitter apps uh, and even tw- one of our favorites, TweetBot. But Chirp's a way to get a full minute of audio and really go even further you know, into a, an extended conversation. Wow. So uh, is the, tell us about the app. Well, it, I mean, it's red. <laughs> it's red and white. It's very well branded. It's a little, it, it almost looks like a, a, a bird as a bowling ball <laughs> tweeting. Is it a, like Snapchat where you hold down a button kind of a uh, thing? It, no, you just tap it. 
you just tap the button and, and it starts recording and then you hit stop when you're ready to stop. And it is cross-platform, by the way. It is not just iOS. So it's cross-compatible and it, the integration, is it pretty straightforward? You record it and then you just say which Twitter account you want it to go to or how does that work? Yeah, it's you basically you give it access to your Twitter accounts through your phone and you quick you sorry, you click to record and then it sends it. Wow. Really really cool. And then as far as the user experience, does it look like a video with a play button on it or how does that how does it yeah. look? Yeah, I mean, it literally, it gives you a tweet. I mean, there is a chirp link there, so you can click that and go out further uh, outside of Twitter. But like with Twitter cards, it's it's literally right there in the tweet, and you click, you press play, and it looks like a still video. Awesome. Well, um, where do we find this thing? Yeah, so you can just go to uh, e- either in the iOS app store, C-H-H-I-R-P, or in the Android app store, or... Uh, the direct link <laughs> is a little complicated, but you go to cordproject.co slash C-H-H-I-R-P. Awesome. And the name of this app, again, is just called Chirp? It's Chirp, and there's an extra H, so it's C-H-H-I-R-P. Awesome. Eric, thanks so much for sharing that fine with us. You're welcome. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. With that, let's transition over to today's awesome interview with Ian Anderson Gray. To help simplify your social safari, here's this week's special guest. I'm super excited to be joined today by Ian Anderson Gray. If you don't know who Ian is, he's a social tools expert. He blogs about social media tools at Seriously Social, which can be found at iag.me, which stands for his initials, Ian Anderson Gray. He's also a website developer, speaker, and social media consultant. Ian, welcome to the show. It's great to be here from the other side of the pond. Absolutely. And today, Ian and I are going to talk about Twitter tools. And we're going to explore a whole bunch of tools that help marketers better do what we do as marketers. So Ian, let me start a little bit with your backstory. How did you get into social media tools? Where were you, What were you doing before then? And then what got your, you interested in becoming kind of a tools guy? Well, it's funny. I actually trained originally as a musician, as a professional singer. Wow. And after, after I did that, uh, I, I left college and I started singing. I also built websites for my friends and colleagues and formed a web agency. So that's how I kind of started in the technology sphere. And then about five, six years ago when uh, social media, well, really getting into social media, and I was interested in the techie side of it, I started blogging and I set up my blog Seriously Social back then. I was really interested to know a bit more about the how to use social media tools to make you more efficient Mm. and productive. And I was interested in the techie side of it, really. Um, So I started writing a few uh, articles, particularly ones on Hootsuite and other social media tools. And they they became really, really popular. And I I could realize, quickly realize that people are really obsessed and fascinated by tools and how to make the best decisions. So that's how I kind of started. And it was um, then moved on to doing some consultancy and in the past year doing some speaking as well. Excellent. Well, let's start with... Oh, well, there's so many different kinds. We're going we're gonna to address all sorts of different kinds of Twitter tools today. But let's start with social sharing tools for Twitter. T- 
tell us about your favorites and let's just start there. Well, there, there are so many, aren't there? And I think I'd like to mention one that people probably haven't come across. It's a relatively new tool and it's called Missing Letter. And that's Missing Letter without the final E. So Missing L-E-T-T-R. Mm. Probably uh, <laughs> the domain name had gone for Missing Letter. So this is... Um, See, you could look at it as a, a drip feed marketing system for Twitter. So it analyzes your latest blog posts, extracts images and titles and, and other areas, other bits from your blog post, and then it posts it to your Twitter account over a period of time, up to a, a year. Um, so when you, when you connect it to your blog, you can then go in and verify change bits and uh, you've You've got the whole. Uh, you've got a whole year's worth of content from just one blog post. So I'm I'm using that, and I think it's a really really big time saver and a great way of maximizing your content. Okay, just so I understand, this is a WordPress plugin. No, no, it's not. You connect. To, I think you connect to your RSS feed, so your WordPress okay. or uh, any website really. If it's got a, a, an RSS feed, you connect it with Missing Letter, and then whenever you have you have a new post, it will notify you that you need to go into Missing Letter and go, and it will have extracted bits from that blog post. You go in and you uh, you tick which ones you like, and you can edit them. You can see whether it's chosen the right sections. From the, from so the it's looking it's looking for if you will quotable sentences with inside your content that it can just kind of tweet out. I mean, I guess I'm I'm struggling to understand exactly what it does. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it does. So it, it will go through if you've got, for example, a, a blog post on ten reasons uh, to do something, or, or you know, like a list post. Mm -hmm. it, it'll go in and it'll extract maybe the title of each of those ten sections. And uh, it'll put maybe put your your logo on there, your photo. It'll extract quotes from there. It'll extract images and make those into individual tweets throughout the year. Uh, and it will link back to that blog post. Interesting. So what it does is it kind of creates a whole slew of different tweets that point to a particular article, and you can schedule those with this tool over time as a way to keep driving traffic back to the article. That's exactly it. And and this is something that I wanted to do myself. And I've been doing manually for the past you know, year or two. Uh, so ha having this, it's not completely automatic, but it does it in a really very intelligent way. And it, make, it saves an awful lot of time. Missing L-E-T-T-R, is that correct? Missing L-E-T-T-R, yes. <laughs> and is that. it a free app? <laughs> is it a paid app? It's like many of these tools. It's, it's got a free plan, which is is I don't think it allows. I don't think it extracts images, but it's a pretty pretty good tool. Uh, and then you pay fifteen dollars per month for the next plan. Excellent, awesome. What other what other sharing tools do you recommend? Well, I've got a, a technique uh, that I I combine a few different tools for this. So I might need to explain this. I use a tool called Feedly, and that is traditionally it's an RSS reader. It is a it's a reader where you can subscribe to lots of different blogs. So I use this to keep on top of all the latest articles from all my favorite authors and blogs. And I go on, the, I go on there on a daily basis to read all that content. But what you can do, you can connect that to another tool, which I, I'm assuming that most people have heard of, Buffer. Mm -hmm. So Buffer is a, a scheduling tool. And you can connect those two together so that when you see an article that you want to share to all your Twitter followers... All you need to do is click the save for later button uh, in Feedly 
and it will schedule that, out, schedule that out to buffer. So the missing piece in this puzzle is a tool called IFTT, I-F-T-T-T, which stands for if this, then that. And the way you connect those, you, can, you go into IFT and you add Feedly, your Feedly account to it, and you go in there and you also add your buffer account. And then you create a recipe so that whenever you save an article for later in Feedly, it will add it to your buffer queue. And the great thing about this is that you um, are sharing all the best content that you find, uh, either your own content or other people's content. And it's great for content curation. It's, it's, it's a really easy way because you're, you're looking at that content anyway. Wow. And then you're easily sharing it out. Okay, just so I understand how this works. Feedly is an RSS reader, and I put my favorite blogs in there that I want to check out every day. And as I'm going through the Feedly uh, app, or does it work on the app and the desktop? Yep. Yeah, it okay. works on, on, on your smartphone or on the web app. Yep. So as I'm using Feedly, if I save an article that's in Feedly, and I have If This Then That somehow integrated with Feedly and with Buffer, um, I can set what you're calling a recipe, which will automatically say all saved articles get queued over to Buffer. Is that is that essentially what you're saying? That's it. And it may sound a bit complicated, but IFT is actually, IFTTT, whatever you call it, right. it's actually a really easy to use tool. Wow. That is really cool. Now, can you also get creative and do the same thing, for example, on Twitter, if you star or heart or whatever they're calling it these days, a tweet? Um, could you also schedule that to go into Buffer, you think? Now, that's an interesting, the other way around. You certainly can uh, you can do things uh, from Twitter. So you can do things like, um, I mean, I, I can maybe talk about that later on, about yeah. doing a Twitter search and then emailing you uh, whenever there's a new Twitter search and things like that. So th there are other ways around. I'm not sure how it would work for Twitter to, to buffer, but you could certainly do Twitter to uh, Evernote or Twitter to email and other, other things like that. Very intriguing. Now, if this, then that, I've not personally used it. I've heard of it before. How, does there a cost with that app? No, it's totally free. There, there, there are alternatives like Zapier.com, which is paid for, but Ift is, is free, which is great. Got it. And then Feedly is free. Uh, Buffer can be free depending on your account. Is that correct? Yes, it's free. And there's, there's their awesome plan, which I think you have to pay for if you want Pinterest. Got it. Um, and I think that the, the only downside is that with, I think, to get Feedly to speak to Ift, you need to have a paid Feedly account, which is $5 per month, I think. Are there any other uh, social sharing tools that you want to mention before we move on to uh, the next um, the next thing uh, that we have scheduled? I think the only one I will briefly mention is a little tool called Friends Plus Me, which is, I suppose you would say technically it's a Google Plus sharing tool. But the reason I'm mentioning it when we're talking about Twitter tools is that it, it schedules and, and shares to Twitter really, really well. So it, it converts your Google Plus profile into a social media management tool. Whatever you post, whatever you add into Google Plus, you can then, uh, if you want, you can cross post that to Twitter, to Facebook, whatever other, whatever other network you want. Oh, cool. And for, and for Twitter, the reason I like it so much for Twitter, it, it will actually, it will just take the title of your Google Plus posts because it knows you've only got 140 characters. It will obviously take the, the link and it will also extract the image, if it can do, from the article you're, you're posting to. So images work really, really well on Twitter. They, they open up full, um, full size and are very engaging. So Friends Plus Me, if you're going to look at cross-posting uh, from one network to another, I would definitely recommend Friends Plus Me. Awesome. And, uh, 
again, it's I think they have a free plan and some paid plans as well. Awesome. All right. Five Twitter tools down so far. Um, what about discovering content? I mean, one of the challenges that a lot of people have, especially who are wanting to be a curator, if you will, of valuable content in a particular topical area for their audience, they're always looking for a way to find valuable content. What do you recommend for that? Well, I've mentioned Feedly. Obviously, that is only for for blog posts you've or blogs that you already subscribe to. If I'm looking for other content that uh, that I may not have come across, then I use a, a tool called BuzzSumo, and that's been probably mentioned many times before. Uh, but one of the features that I really like about it, it's got a trending feature in there. So I've I've got in there, I've uh, put in the topic social media, and I get notified what is up and coming um, in terms of articles uh, to do with social media. And I could even create an RSS feed if I want and then put that into Feedly. So that's a really good way to find out what is what is new, what is hot. And then I can then share that to Twitter or to Buffer. Cool. Are you looking inside of BuzzSumo to find the most popular articles to share with the assumption that others are going to be sharing it because it's already popular? Or are you looking for articles that are more specific for your audience? Or what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Well, BuzzSumo it looks at articles that are, are starting to get a lot of shares. So you can, you can usually find some articles that are starting to get a, get a bit of traction, and then, then you can then share that to your Twitter followers. That's how I would use it. So are you setting some sort of a, like, are you only looking at articles that are X, you know, hours old, or are you looking at things that are yeah. a couple days old, or what, what, how are you doing it? Well, you've got different settings within BuzzSumo. I tend to look at around the four-hour mark, Gotcha. Four to eight hours, Mark. But you can change that. I can't remember exactly um, how many hours you can change it to, but it, it, I, I tend to do four to eight hours. Now, is BuzzSumo paid or free? Um, what's what, what's this? What's the skinny on that? It is. It is paid. It, it, they have a, a really a pretty good free uh, part of it. I'm pretty sure the the trending part is is paid, and it's not particularly cheap. It's about ninety nine dollars per month. Got it. Is that the so um, obviously we've talked about uh, BuzzSumo and we've also mentioned Feedly. Are those the main ways that you're discovering new content? Yes, I think for me that that's what I would do. I mean, there's there's other there's other ones out there. There's many many tools out there that you could use. Gotcha. Um, but those are the ones I would use. Now, what about when you have a lot of followers, which many people do, and you want to somehow figure out how to how to manage those followers, um, possibly clean out some of the disabled accounts or possibly even seek out new followers that might be relevant for your industry. What tools might you recommend? Well, there's a couple of tools. I think the main one I'd like to recommend is a tool called Manage Flitter, which is free um, and also has a relatively inexpensive paid plan, which is $12 per month. And the great thing about this is that you can find... Uh, you can find all the people that aren't following you back and you can find people to follow as well. So to, to give you an example, if I want to find relevant followers, because it's not just about the number of followers you have, it's also you want to find people who are going to engage with you and are going to be interested in what you're talking about and what you're tweeting. So one way of doing that is to use the power mode in Manage Flitter. So with that, I can, for example, find uh, all the people that somebody else um, follows somebody in my in my sector. Uh, so, for example, I could I could look at all the followers that Social Media Examiner follow, I and see. then I could then I could filter that out. So I'm only showing people who are 
going to be uh, who have a certain number of followers, and maybe in a particular location. Oh wow! Maybe have maybe have had a an account for more than six months because occasionally, you know, you, you don't want to follow anyone who's uh, a spammer or anything like that. Um, so you could there's lots and lots of ways you can filter that, and that's a great way of growing your audience because the likelihood is people are going to follow you back. Um, not always. Um, but that's a, a good way of doing it. And then on the, the reverse is that you can then do a search, find out who isn't following you, and then selectively go through and maybe unfollow them. One thing that I use in Manage Flitter that's great is the, there's a never unfollow list. So you can always put people in that list so that you never mistakenly unfollow them in the future. So I always put everyone that I never want to unfollow in that list. So, so it's Manage Flitter, F-L-I-T-T-E-R, right? That's right, yeah. And so I'm just thinking through logistically here. Let's say I want to I want to look at all the followers that uh, Ian Anderson Gray is following that are that have more than 10,000 fans and I'm not following already. Is that kind of what it can it can show me? Yes. And yeah. then, you know, is it just like a manual click to follow kind of a thing or is there a bulk follow? And and I also yeah. am obviously really concerned about violating Twitter rules and getting banned. So what's your thoughts on all that? Well, absolutely. You, I mean, you really do have to make sure that you look, you read the terms and conditions with Twitter. And Manage Flitter has a relationship with Twitter. And it, it years ago, it, they actually did it all completely automatically. Um, but then Twitter spoke to them and said, look, you know, you can't do that anymore. So now you have to you do have to click to follow each person. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really quick. And to be honest, I, I wouldn't want to bulk follow everyone anyway. I, want, I, I think you do need to look at everyone that you're following right. anyway, just to be on, this, on the safe side. But it's a really, really quick and easy way of doing that. Can you also, um, I, I don't know if this is the tool that I've used, but back in the day, I was following absolutely everybody that was following me. And I used a tool to go in and look at people that hadn't used their account in a year. And I just started unfollowing all of them. Is this something this tool can do? Yeah, definitely. So in terms of unfollowing people, I, I, from time to time, I'll go through, I'll say, who isn't following me back? Who haven't I put into one of my lists? Who is maybe been inactive for the past six months to a year? Sometimes the, there are legitimate reasons for people not using their Twitter account, but you can, you can filter all those people out and then easily unfollow those um, just with a click of a button. And I know a lot of my friends like Cliff Ravenscraft have pretty much unfollowed almost everybody and just just have a very small list of people that they're following so that their Twitter feed is actually something that they find intriguing and entertaining. So I'd imagine with a tool like this, you could practically unfollow almost everybody if you wanted to. It would probably just take a very long time, right? <laughs> well, it would. And I- I think you'd need to be careful. You wouldn't want to do it all in one go because Twitter do have their limits in terms of how many you can unfollow on a day-by-day basis. For me personally, I don't have a problem following um, a number of people uh, because I use Twitter lists. So I, I... I, I will if I want to kind of zoom out and see every everybody that I follow all their tweets I will do that but if I want to zoom in and just listen in to a more select gathering we can say then I'll go into one of my Twitter lists and I'm only seeing the tweets from people in that list so I think that's a way that's the way I organize Twitter I, I don't worry too much about how many people I'm following as long as they're people I'm interested in now um 
did you say this is free or is this one of those uh, certain, you know, you can use a certain amount for free and then yeah. you have to pay? <laughs> it's one of those freemium ones. Yeah. So it's free. I think from people to get the most out of it, certainly with the power mode we're talking about, it's $12 per month for the, I think it's their pro plan. And it's a web-based service or do they have a mobile app also? It's a web-based one. I think they do have a, a, web, a web app that you can use on the mobile device. Gotcha. And, you know, any particular, um, any particular, you know, best practices as far as, how, you know, like, should you not follow more than X new people a day or anything like that? Because, I mean, just, just from your assessment, is there anything you've learned? Because for people that really want to go out on a follow binge. Yeah, I think you need to be careful. So it depends on how many people you're following to begin with. If you if you are if you have say fifty thousand followers plus and you're following thirty thousand, then you could probably get away with following two to three hundred a day if you want. I still think that's excessive. Right. Uh, but if you're if you're if you've only got two, two or three hundred followers, then you probably want to keep that uh, the number of people you're following down certainly at the start. And I think just. Don't don't think about it. Don't try to be automated completely. Do you know switch your brain on and make sure you're looking at who you're following. Right. So certainly to begin with, and, and just be careful and make sure you're reading those Twitter terms and conditions. That's really really important. Are there any other kinds of managing followers on Twitter tools that we ought to consider beyond Manage Flitter, or does that pretty much handle it all? I think that that probably is the one I'd recommend. There, there is one I'll, I'll just briefly mention, and it's called Cumunit. So that's C O. M-M-U-N dot I-T. And that's more of a, a segmenting tool. So that will look at all the people that you're currently following and divide them into what it calls your influencers and your supporters. So you can get more insight into the people that are following you or, and are engaging in your content. Hmm. And that's quite good. And it also can tell you, it can give you a list of people that it thinks you might want to unfollow because they're not engaging with you and people oh. that you might want to follow as well. So it, that's quite good. Very intriguing. I know that these tools used to be a big deal years ago, but you just don't hear about them as much today. You know, there used to be so many tools out there like Clout and Cred and all these kinds of yeah. things, you know what I mean? Which kind of seem to have disappeared off the radar, haven't they? Well, I think a lot of them are still, they're still going, but the the problem is Twitter have made so many changes and developers and, and have been concerned about the changes because some of, some apps have had to close their doors because right. the Twitter it is not um, working with them anymore. So it's right. a big shame. Let's talk about analytics. Um, what tools do you recommend to do some sort of an analysis, if you will, on your Twitter activity? Well, I I use Twitter analytics. The analytics that are baked into Twitter uh, because it, it's first of all it's free. Second of all, it is from Twitter, so it can't be wrong, can it? And it, it gives you so much information. You can even download them to an Excel spreadsheet if you want. If you if you're a real data nerd, you can do that. Um, so I, I I think that is a really good place to start. Where do you find um, them? You go to uh, analytics.twitter.com. Give us uh, for people that haven't dug into Twitter analytics, what kind of information can you discover? So you can find that how many how many people how many engagements per tweet. So you can find out which, which is your most popular tweet, for example, which has had the most uh, likes or the number of clicks through. Uh, you can even look at and find which type of tweet has been the most popular. So oh. is it is it is it a, just a text? Is it just text in there? Have you added a link? Have you added an image, a video? 
um, even lead generation cards, uh, all those types of different tweets, you can find out which is the most popular. And um, Won't it also tell you which of your fans or followers um, are um, most active with your content? I, th- I kind of have a recollection, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, pretty, yeah. that's pretty valuable, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and the other thing that I've, I nearly forgot to say it, it, are the demographics. Mm. So you can find out you know, which country, uh, which is the most popular country in terms of your audience, uh, even down to region and city, and um, even things like uh, how much the average um, salary is for the household. I don't know quite how they get all this information, but it's really, really interesting. If you haven't looked at analytics.twitter.com, Definitely do. Yeah, I know one of the things that we did at Social Media Examiner, and I don't know if we're still doing it, but um, we took a look at who was, um, which individuals were um, bringing us the most uh, clicks, I think it was, from the shares that they were doing. And um, we were able to identify a few people and give them a little love, return love. You know what I mean? Because when you have an account with perhaps lots of followers like we do, and I don't know how many hundreds of thousands we have, a lot of times you're kind of only paying attention to the people that are responding back to you, you know, mm. and you can forget about the people that are retweeting your stuff because it's just kind of like part of that crazy stream. But with, with the Twitter analytics, it can kind of highlight the over a period of time, if I'm not mistaken, the really, the people that are moving the needle and you can make sure to share some of their stuff. And, and that kind of stuff I think goes a long way for your fans. Don't you think? Definitely. No, I, I don't think that's, that's how those relationships start and, and how you're building up your, your advocates and your super fans because, you know, they need a bit of love. So that's Absolutely. a great way of doing it. Anything else at the analytics side? If you're using a, a, a social media management tool such as Hootsuite or Sprout Social, then don't forget the analytics that are baked into those. So I think Sprout Social does a really good job. Another one is called Agora Pulse. Um, so don't forget about those. And there's also another little tiny tool called Do You Even List? Mm. I can't remember the exact exact URL for that, but if you just do a Google search for Do You Even List, and it's free and you get uh, a weekly email that tells you, uh, shows you all your, your top uh, people who are interacting with your posts. Wow. Um, that is really cool. Now, I also, from a mobile client perspective, I use TweetBot. And um, the, the latest version of TweetBot has built-in analytics in it, which is kind of cool. And I'm going to – I don't know if you – do you use Tweet – whoa. Do you use TweetBot at all or no? I, I do. I mean, I, I'm afraid I'm more of an Android boy, but uh, I've, I do have TweetBot on my iPad, and I really like it. So if you're an iOS user, definitely would think it's a good Yeah, tool. it's it's pretty cool. I don't – I think it's actually working within Twitter analytics because, like, I'm looking at it right now, and it says today's activity – um, and it shows 89 stars, 66 retweets, and 179 new fans. And then it's got a big number, 384, which I don't even know what that means exactly. Um, but those are the stats, and then it actually shows you the activity. And what's cool is it's right inside the app, uh, which is kind of cool. So I'm guessing it actually works with the Twitter analytics somehow to pull that data, which I thought was kind of cool. No, that is um, cool. Since we're on mobile, what other, what, other um, what mobile apps do you recommend? Um, you said you're on Android, so what are you using on the Android? Uh, but I'm, I've got so many tools, it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, as far as, <laughs> do you use the official Twitter app or are you using some third-party app? Yeah, I, I do. I, I use the official Twitter app, but I also use, um, because I use Agora Pulse as my social media management tool. Gotcha. So it's the, that's you know, similar to Sprite Social yep. and Hootsuite. I use the mobile version of that. And it's great because it syncs up with the, the web app and I'm, 
I can I can carry on where I left off. Well, we're going to get to the management tools in just a second, but let's talk about monitoring tools. Um, or a monitoring tool, or your favorite monitoring tool. Um, a lot of time, and, and let's talk about first of all what monitoring tools do, and then what you might recommend. So monitoring tools, they they basically let you know if somebody has mentioned a particular phrase or word. Twitter's really good at alerting you when people uh, at mention you. You you get an you get an alert with that. But what if somebody is using your brand name or maybe? Um, is using one of your competitors' names and you right. want to monitor those things, then using a monitoring tool will allow you to hear about that and potentially get involved with the conversation as well. So um, that, that, that's basically why I would use a, a monitoring tool. And which tool. one do you recommend? Well, I will mention Mention.net. Mention, <laughs> mention.net. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good tool. It's, it's not um, as cost-effective as it used to be. Uh, I definitely check that out. But Actually, if you're using TweetDeck or Hootsuite, then you can actually just create a, a new column and monitor, the, monitor those keywords in a column. So that's probably what I would do. So, for example, if you're wanting to, uh, if you're wanting to keep track of a competitor, then you just put, uh, put a Twitter search there uh, in that column, and then you'll be able to kind of find it, see all the people that are mentioning that phrase in that column. Let's go back. Those are awesome, by the way. But let's go back to Mention.net real quick. Tell everybody what it does. So Mention.net is it, it analyzes not just Twitter, but it also analyzes the web and other social networks for whatever you want. Really, it could be a phrase, it could be a, a URL, it could be whatever those things. Is it kind uh, of like Google monitor. Alerts was back it's, in the day? Yeah, it's like Google Alerts, but it also works with social uh, social networks as well. So. Uh, it, for, I, I use it to find anyone who's linking to my website, for example, ah. and it will alert me on my. Uh, so there's a mobile app for Android and iOS, so that's great. It will alert you um, as you go about, and also it can email you as well. So it, it's a great way of just finding out when people are talking about you or your brand or a competitor's brand, and, and then you can then click on it and get stuck into the conversation. Wow. Um, okay, so let's get to the managing engagement side of things. You mentioned Agora Pulse. Um, you know, I would imagine um, engaging with your fans is obviously. Well, I'm not going to imagine. I know it's a fact that it's it's important, right? And if you have if you have more than one person on your team in particular, it can be challenging, right? Because you don't know who has engaged the person. Um, or if you have a huge account where there's just so much stuff going on, you probably need some better system. So um, talk about Agora Pulse and whatever other apps you want to recommend mm. as far as managing engagement. Well, managing engagement, it can be such a time-consuming thing, you know, and, and brands and, and small businesses even are spending a huge amount of time just going through all their mentions on Twitter, um, since we're talking about Twitter or Facebook. And so the reason I like Agora Pulse is that, like other social media management tools like Hootsuite, it will give you, it will display all the mentions, say, from Twitter or your messages and uh, off from Facebook. But when you re then reply to each one, it then disappears from view. It's kind of like your email inbox. You know, mm -hmm. once you've responded, you can then archive it. And you can also, if you're working in the team, you can just delegate that to a team member. And again, it's really obvious. Does it uh, keep an archive too so you can see who responded yes. if you're like managing a yeah. team? Yeah, yeah, you can. So, so for me, 
because I'm I'm wanting to get through all my mentions as quickly as possible and efficiently as possible. It's really the only tool that I've come across that does that. When I've tried other tools, it's not obvious which uh, which tweets or which mentions you've replied to. So that you go back like an hour later and you've forgotten which ones you've responded to. So with this, it they disappear from view. You can always see them again if you if you want, but um, it's really obvious which ones you've responded to. Now, you mentioned that what you liked about earlier, what you liked about Agora Pulse is that they also have a web app. I mean, I mean a mobile app, right? Yeah. So you can do this on your smartphone whenever, wherever you are. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. And is that a limited functionality kind of an app, or does it have exactly the same function as the desktop? It's 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 got most of the. I, I know they're working on it, and uh, they, they will be adding some new features. But it it's certainly got the uh, it's got the the uh, the bit for helping with engagement, and I, uh, that's basically it. It's, it's for the engagement, and uh, it, it works with Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and they may well be adding some other networks in the future. Wow. Well, we've talked about at least 10 Twitter apps and probably more like 12 to 13 to 14 different apps. <laughs> so um, first and foremost, Ian, thank you so much for uh, sharing with us all these cool little apps. I know that my listeners are going to go crazy over trying out some of these. Um, where do you want to send people if they want to discover more about you, your blog, and all the things that you're working on? So probably the best place is just to my website, which is iag.me. And uh, Obviously, I, I write frequently about blog, uh, but social media tools. So I've got all my tools there, and also Twitter is probably my my favorite network. So you can follow me there at iag.me. That's i-a-g-d-o-t-m-e. Oh, okay. So on Twitter, it's i-a-g-d-o-t-m-e is your Twitter account. Just to confuse people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's quite creative because you probably couldn't get your whole name as a Twitter ID, could you? No, no. Yep. <laughs> Ian Anderson Gray, social media tools expert. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Wow. Well, I hope you got a lot out of today's show. We mentioned so many different tools that I assure you, you probably didn't catch them all. But you know what? The good news is we take all the notes, very detailed notes. Visit uh, socialmediaexaminer.com slash 186 stands for episode 186. Also, if you're new to the show, you don't want to miss any future episodes. I can tell you we've got some amazing people coming. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast player. Well, this brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.